Hi there. Welcome to Live at Gilmore Guitars. I'm David Gilmore. It's been a while since the last podcast, so let's get right to it. It's the King of Kensington from Black Falls, Alberta. It's Justin Mundy, Live at Gilmore Guitars.
live at Gilmore Guitars, Justin Mundy. Welcome to the shop, my friend. Thanks for having me. Uh, we've had a couple of false starts. Uh, we've been talking about getting you in here for a couple of months, yeah. but we, we were fi- finally getting it done here. That's, all right. That's a really great song. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, it's a song uh, I read about uh, kind of an outside perspective of anxiety and um, how anxiety makes you feel. And, um, you know, taking medication, guys that take medication for it, people that take medication mm-hmm. for it, and it's like... <clears throat> Sometimes it's it's not really the medication that you need. It's a change of life or a change of scenery. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was just a cool idea to kind of do a song where it's kind of the outside perspective. Because myself, I have a lot of anxiety. And, you know, it's kind of weird even though playing shows and playing live. But mm-hmm. as a musician, you know, I'm always second-guessing myself or inside I, my own head. You know? I, I think anybody that does any kind of art is a second-guesser. Yeah, for sure. I know even in in what I do, building guitars, you know, every one of them, there's something that I go, oh, fuck. Yeah, you you, you nitpick about stuff and, you know, worry and whatever. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was a cool idea to kind of do a, not really talk about myself, but somebody else, you know, just. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to say, you know, you don't feel like that anymore. So how did this songwriting thing all start for you? Like, when when did you decide that you wanted to write songs? The first time I picked up a guitar. I uh, actually uh, found an old guitar in my parents' closet. And uh, I picked it up. It was way out of tune. And uh, I just, I was like, oh, I, I, think, uh, I think my fingers go here and... Yeah, and uh, I just started playing what I thought was chords, and uh, I just started s- singing a song. And, and how old would you have been? I think I was about fourteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were old enough to know that this could be pretty darn cool. Yeah, it was a way to. Uh, I had a lot of things inside of me that I needed to get out to. It was, right. You know, it's, I I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be, uh, part of a band. I always like be a musician. I just didn't have the money to have a guitar and here's my parents have this old dusty guitar hidden away in their closet that I had no idea about right right and yeah I just like I didn't have the money to buy a guitar I was just always nervous like anxiety and stuff to ask people to play or whatever it was but so did you take lessons or did you just take it all yeah just do it all on your own well as soon as I started playing my my dad um actually knew Denver from the Frank right and uh, he was like, well, I know a guy if you want to learn. And I said, okay. Like, I was still nervous. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go. And he's like, get in the car. We're going. Don't worry. He's a cool guy. And, right. Yeah. So I went over to Denver's house. And, uh, yeah, he had his two fingers there that because he cut off his other fingers. And, That's a great story. Yeah. It's, it's not great that it ever happened. No. Uh, but uh, we we did a, a podcast with Denver here a while back. And he, and he told the story. And he... he uh, He's he's telling the story. And he goes, "Oh man, I I haven't told this story in in a long time, so it's uh it's pretty wild for sure." Yeah. So he always just says those other fingers got in the way. But yeah. Yeah. So I went over there. I had I think two or three lessons, and he was he gave me a guitar and a pedal with some headphones, and he said, "Just go have some fun, you know." And after that, I took a classical guitar class, which I failed, which. 
I was always just messing around. And but did you pick thing. up technique? Yeah, I picked up a bunch of technique from it. You know, I, I was just not really the one to... Yeah. It was in schools. I wasn't really the one to really do a lot of work in school and stuff. I was always messing around, learning stuff, with what I wanted to learn from the teacher, not really what he was trying to teach. You know? Right. I was busy. So yeah. how long after you picked up that, that guitar out of your parents' closet before you wrote your first song? I'd say it was probably maybe two months into it wow that quick yeah um yeah i wrote a song and then actually six months into it uh a a drummer that i knew he's like hey man my uh my i have a spot in battle of the bands and my band kind of broke up would you want to play and i was like oh yeah this yeah that'd be sweet and yeah we wrote i think two two more songs and then we were we're on our way to play a show so that's very cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you've been writing them ever since. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love writing. I, you know, even if I don't keep the song or whatever, it's nice to just sit there and and sing and, and write stuff down and you know about the world or about how I'm feeling or whatever. Okay. It is. Like, All right. Well, let's let's get another song in, sure. and then we'll we'll talk about your process and uh, on how you uh, you uh, approach writing the song. Uh, the whole idea behind that. I'm going to detune that guitar. It's Justin Mundy, live at Gilmore Guitars. This song's called uh, Eager to Leave. I am a man Oh, of my word You're in outer space Oh, and out of this world We no longer do
Live at Gilmore Guitars, Justin Mundy. That's a song called Eager to Leave. Another really great song, Justin. Thank you. Um, your process, how do, how do you c- approach the craft of writing a song? Just kind of, you know, I'm usually just sitting around screwing with a, with a riff or, you know, I'm always trying to, writing, I'm always trying to do something that's irregular or... You know, it's just something that's new for me anyways. Mm-hmm. Different chords, like that chord. It's just a chord. I don't even know what it's It's a called. really great voicing of a chord, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, and then once I find something that I like, I usually, you know, hum the lyrics or, like, hum a melody at least, or I'll put on a loop pedal and I'll put on, uh, I'll just do a lead on it to see what kind of melody I can come up with just to follow the vocal harmony or the vocal lead or whatever. So the 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 guitar part usually comes first? Yeah, usually. I'm just usually messing around the guitar part and then the vocals and then I'll write lyrics and then um, over top of that I'll do leads or the, the bass part or yeah. if I'm doing it with a band, usually it's just mostly just acoustic stuff. Yeah. So, uh, what about your 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 subject matter for for songs? Yeah. Uh, is it uh, you're talking about? You know, you're writing the melody and you're and you're playing the guitar and you're 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 building a lyric around a piece of music. Uh, is it is there a specific word sometimes that just kind of clicks? Yeah, brings, usually you know, you, usually you know I'm playing and I'm singing. You know I'm just usually I just sing lyrics, whatever it is, right? And I'll just make stuff up. And sometimes the lyric that I'm singing that'll come out of my mouth for some reason. Well, I'm like, man, that's that's a great lyric or whatever, and I'll base a song around that or just you know different uh, phrases. You know, like eager to leave. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. I'll base a song around that and just different. It'll just kind of just come to me. It comes out of nowhere sometimes, you know, these lyrics. And it's it's just a kind of almost magic sometimes where it happens. And 
do you ever collaborate with other writers? Yeah, I try to. Um, I've, I haven't really done it in a long time. I'm usually just mostly writing on my own stuff, and I never really, uh, never really got the chance to do it. I never really. I'm, I'm usually just busy working on my own stuff. Right. But. And um, uh, have you recorded records, full records? at all before uh you know what kind of plan do you have to to make a record of of songs that you're writing usually well i've done one record and that was just a um just a compilation of songs that i've wrote there was no really uh rhyme or reason for the songs they never really tied into each other it was just songs that i was doing and that was 10 years ago so it was the time 10 years ago stuff i was going through 10 years ago right. or stuff that was happening around me um Right now, I'm working on an uh, an album, or trying to at least, and that's just the songs over ten years that I've wrote. And um, so, do you have kind of a, a culling process of you know going through that catalog of songs that you've written, trying to to yeah, I'm still going drill through, down. I'm still going through that process. It's it's super hard to pick because over the I mean ten years period, I mean yeah. I've wrote a lot of songs, and there's. You know, there's songs that I love some days, and there's songs that I don't love, and there's, there's, you know, pieces of songs that I really love that I, you know, that I try to throw into other songs. You know, it's, and it's hard for me to actually, um, uh, put a song on on a recording just because it's like, man, what if this isn't the fin- what if I come up with something new for this, or what if I don't like it? You know, a year down the road, I'm always second guessing myself. And have you done that? Where a, a song that you'd written and you thought was complete, and you've revisited it and went, "Well, oh yeah, uh, yeah," tons of times. Where it's just like, "Oh, I can add this part." You know, I'll be you know in the middle of the night, I'll wake up and you know just uh, sleeping or whatever I'm doing, and I'll just think I'll be humming the song in my head and I'm just like oh man there's another part in there and I'll just pick it up and I can add that part or when I'm just fiddling around with the song right or the lyrics or anything like that I'm always afraid to just put a <clears throat> just put it down permanent you know when I can always change the song it always can be better but yeah. I need to learn to kind of let, let it <laughs> let, go let, let, let the go. song be so do you ever find yourself with an earworm where you're you're humming a song and you're going who is that who is what? what is what a oh Oh, that's me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I love. Yeah. Sometimes I get I get my own songs stuck in my head, and I try to, because like like you said, try to add stuff, and I'm usually humming. You know, maybe if I hum it all day, something else will come. You know, right. something else will pop in my head about the song. Very cool. Uh, so, you've played in a couple of bands over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, talk about some of those experiences playing in bands yeah I, well in a, in a band in the band in high school I played in with that drummer I was telling you about yeah. that was a band called True Hand and that was just me and a drummer and we went through I don't know was were the eight, white stripes a thing yet yeah we, we had bass players but we went through like eight or ten of them we never really stuck with one or you know there was yeah. always there was always something going, or we you know we just didn't click it was mostly just me and him right right and um yeah, I played it. We played together for all through high school. We played a bunch of shows, which was it was awesome. And then we kind of just faded out. Me and the drummer, you know, he was doing other things, and he I don't think he really wanted to play drums anymore. And um, and I just kept playing. I you know I went in and I recorded a rec. I recorded a record and um, played in uh, you know tried to start other bands and did acoustic stuff and 
Um, soon after that record, I joined another band called uh, Slackwater Fever. And that was a straightforward rock band. There was four of us, you know, guys I went to guys I went to high school with, and another uh, the bass player Shane, which he was from Vancouver. He was quite a bit older than us, but he had experience in playing shows and everything like that. And yeah, we had a ton of we had a ton of fun. Actually, too much fun. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, the 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 drummer and the guitar player left because me and the bass player were partying too hard and stuff like that. Right and. They had other, they had, you know, we just, we had other ideas of, of the band and right. stuff like that. And so me and the bass player just kept the Slackwater Fever band going for a few years until that burnt out. And then I just started doing uh, acoustic stuff and, and I played a lot of acoustic shows and I really, really liked the acoustic shows. It was really hard though to play the acoustic shows just by myself. You know, it, it was, it was okay. Cause you know, I got to do what I wanted. It was, it was on my time or you know, I didn't really have any other bandmates that, no disagreements at least or anything like that. And uh, you, uh, you, you succeed or fail on your own terms. Yeah, basically, you know, and, and but at the same time, it was really hard as well, just doing it by myself and not having guys up on stage or, you know, to kind of vibe with and stuff like that. So, so do you think that has influenced the way you've developed as a guitar player and a writer? Oh, definitely, you know, like just uh you know um yeah learn you know just being able to play by myself and <clears throat> writing songs there's songs that i do write that are just for me playing acoustic and there's songs that i write that are for a band and 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 mm-hmm. the solo stuff okay awesome let's get another song in sure all right what are we going to do this time this song is called let's go live at gilmore guitars it's justin mundy Oh, you're 
Live at Gilmore Guitars, Justin Mundy. Another great song, my friend. Thank you again. Really good. Uh, you're a Black Folds dude. Mm. Uh, uh, we've met through the Black Folds Motor Inn, yeah. which has been kind of your your home territory. Yeah, uh, I've, I've taken to calling you the King of Kensington at, at, <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. Black Folds Motor Inn. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, my band, the Super Trucker band, would play there, and you'll show up and get on and play some songs, and we always have a ton of fun. And you, uh, you have a really great following of uh, of of people there in Black Falls. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I've like I've lived there for most of my life, on and off. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I usually I, I stomp around at the the Black Falls Motor Inn quite a bit. I play, you know, when you guys show up or any musicians show up, I usually. Usually, I'm lucky enough to get invited on stage and play with the bands, and that's always fun. Yeah, so, yeah. and it's always cool to play with a bunch of different people. Too, yeah, you know, it's like it's a great stage there. Um, I mean, years ago it was it's a little bit of a dive, but I, I kind of like it. So back when I was uh, on the road with the country band, we played in Red Deer at the North Forty, and we actually they put half of the band out at the Black Folds Motor Inn we stayed uh, Mm -hmm. at that hotel at the time and that bar was an adult dose at that time yeah it was was, uh, (laughs) biker bar and stuff like that pretty run down I remember there was a mop in the corner at one point to clean up uh, vomit and stuff And, and I think it might actually still be up in the corner they had the big smoke uh the fan for recycling oh yeah, oh, yeah. The air. it's still there. It's, it's still there. I remember yeah. that being one of the smokiest rooms I had ever walked oh, into. Oh yeah, you'd go home or you'd wake up twice as hungover just from the cigarette smoke yeah. alone. It was, but it, got, it's come a yeah. long way. It like it's it's one of my favorite stages to play now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really like that place. Yeah, they they did a they did an awesome job with it. I like I love playing there. Yeah. And I yeah, and I love playing there before. And Bobby's and, always so great. She yeah, she always yeah. treats the the band so yeah. well. Yeah, I think yeah, it's they they always treat the band, you know, they give you room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the people there are pretty nice too, like the crowd. It's always a really fun crowd. It yeah, seems. it's always a good crowd for sure. Yeah, it's all, you know, even if it is a slow night, the crowd is usually into it, you know. Yeah. It's it's kind of like that party bar and stuff yeah, like that. For sure. 
And uh, you've got lots of, uh, we, we talked about Denver. Uh, you've been associated with, with Denver and the Frank for a long time as yeah. well. Yeah, like I said, since I was started, whatever, 15, 17 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they're awesome. I, I've, you know, I've watched their shows, I mean, through the years. And they've played it, you know, that was that was their bar, you know. They, yeah. they've, they've played countless shows there, you know. They were always there for Halloween. Uh, you know, New Year's or whatever it yeah. was, but their and the their mo- their main show is the Halloween show. I mean, that's a pack show, and they yeah. and they always get dressed up every year. I remember <laughs> one year they all came as old wrestlers like Macho Man Randy Savage. And it's crazy stuff like that. Yeah, very cool. Um, other things in your life other than than music, uh, you're a motorcycle guy too. Yep. Yeah. Do you, I know you ride? Mm-hmm. Do you also build and and do those sorts of things yeah, too? Yeah, I, I built my i I bought a uh, 1984 Honda Shadow 750 six or seven years ago, um, and me and my dad kind of rebuilt it and. You know, it took a year to... It, it didn't run when I first got it. It was just a piece of shit. But, uh, you know, um, you know, we put love into it and all this extra parts. It's built out of random parts from other bikes. And, you know, we put ape hangers on it. Nice. And, uh, yeah, we, it was it was awesome. You know, built... It was... I like getting my hands dirty and stuff like that, too. And, you know, by the end of it, you're, you're kind of like, oh, it's something that I built. Just like a song, right? Right. It's like, oh, this is something I built, you know, and... You know, then then the fun part comes riding it, and you know all that stuff. And hopefully, it doesn't fall apart on you. And you still have it. You still, still got it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's, yeah. And is that your main rider you as betcha, well? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I and I grew up like my my old man. My dad was a he was a biker. You know, same same as Denver and stuff like that yeah. and everything like that. That was that the the group of guys that called themselves the assholes. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they they've done lots of lots of charity work. Uh, uh, toy rides and yeah the and central alberta toy run uh they do every year yeah um just north of black falls there it's a big and party you hang with that, that group of guys yeah i'm part too? of yeah I'm, I'm an asshole yeah um, most most women would say i'm an asshole too <laughs> most, most of my friends yeah. <laughs> yeah welcome to the club yeah no yeah and they yeah they do you know doing that kind of stuff that charity work for them and raising money for you know the christmas bureau and stuff like that it, it's uh you know, the biker guys are not all that bad. You know? No, we we just like to party and raise money, and you know, it's it's a good time. And we have live music out there. You know, I've been playing out there for I don't know since since I was old. You know, since I was old enough, eighteen to be there. Um, you know, my right. parents my parents will let me hang out there when I was fifteen, sixteen. But it's been going on for. 20 plus years I think at different locations and stuff like that yeah I know it was going on when I moved to Red Deer back in 91 Mm -hmm. so yeah and yeah it's still going you know we didn't have it this year because of the whole everything was all shut down and how has that impacted your day to day and your and your your songwriting and just life in general how is the 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 rona life in general sucks right now but you know it's uh it's just you know uh there's a lot of alone time and you know i'm used to kind of that writing songs and stuff like that you know i'm, I'm kind of used to being alone but it's uh it's hard you know like uh, not working and stuff like that and and the other thing is not playing shows you know not being mm-hmm. able to go see live music i mean that sucks, and and I think now with all this, everyone's doing the live streams and you know like podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, 
you know, it the live streams are great, and you know, do everybody does videos and stuff like that. It, it is a it is a good platform to do that on, but it's just not the same feeling as I, uh, I've, a live. Band. I've got some some friends who are you know full time songwriters, artists, touring musicians, and they've you know their revenue stream went away oh, it's gonna be tough man. and you know so now you know they're working doing some live streams and uh, there's been the odd show obviously mm-hmm. uh i i know that uh the save the stages event happened at uh bose bar and grill last yeah, night yeah, yeah. Uh, and i think it was a huge success that actually i it's an event that happened right across canada oh yeah, uh, yeah cool. so it was yeah. uh it was the uh, town yeah. two and stuff like that wasn't yeah it? yeah yeah there's a lot of kids a lot of local guys shout, shout out to those kids those yeah guys, those guys are awesome yeah yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Those guys, uh, Pete, uh, Christian, and I used to host uh, uh, an open mic oh, yeah. at Roosters. Hmm. And those kids started coming to that, and yeah. that's where, where they kind of started. Was that when the, it was an all-ages thing? Yeah. Oh, cool. And yeah. uh, and now they're they're playing a lot of gigs. They're doing a lot of things. Yeah, and I've heard they, them on CKUA. And they've everything. come a long way, yeah. which is very, very yeah, cool. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Good for, good for them. All right. Anybody else around in central Alberta that uh, that uh, blows up your skirt as far as writing songs and recording and singing? and? Oh, man. I mean, all I, I love all the local bands. You know, I, I love that. You know, I love the... Uh, original music i love always just new bands i'm always finding stuff Mm -hmm. you know the guys that i've played with over the years you know like the frank when i first listened to i i listened to the frank before i met denver and i was like man these guys are so cool their music like this is my music right you know that that, i remember you know the the frank's album uh, everything is normal that cd just i I still listen to it to this day and it's it's just killer you know um you know, I love uh, the band uh, Rock and Roll Emergency that was around here. There, he can write some amazing songs. You know, I don't want to leave anybody out. I mean, everybody. That's fine. Just it's, I kind of put you on the spot there. No, so. I, I just you know the lo- when I I love seeing local bands. You know, it's, I try before all this. I I try to go out and see, you know, every live music I can or every live band that I can see. You know, yeah. and support that band because I know what it's like when. I know what it's like when people don't show up to your shows yeah. or whatever it yeah. is, right? You're like, oh, why aren't my friends showing up to my shows? And <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, you're playing in Black Falls and this bar is pretty scary. <laughs> you know, well, like, and it's, you know, you can only kind of go to your friends and family so often. You yeah. know, eventually they're going to go, all right, I've seen it. Yeah. So you, you kind of have to build a, a fan base. Yeah. I've, I've seen you get drunk stuff. on stage 50 times. Come on. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about uh, uh, other, uh, you know, bigger uh, recording acts, guys that are, uh, uh, you know, impressing you and, and uh, are, you know, you know. Well, before this, we were talking about Tyler Childers right. and stuff like that. Man, that guy blows my hair back. Man, that guy is amazing. I've been also listening to uh, this band called Half Moon Run. I'm always looking for new things to be inspired by. You know, it's right. like, and some it's a it's a good thing and it's a bad thing for me because I listen to these bands. I'm like, oh, they're so good. Like, never gonna be good enough for these guys or whatever. Right? I get in my own head and or yeah. you know, I try. I'm like, man, I should start writing. Uh, this kind of genre, you know, like listen to folk, and I'm like, oh, I should write a folk song or try to, you know, or a jazz song or whatever it is, a blues song, you know. I, I, I love writing different uh, genres of uh, yeah. music and and finding new bands. I mean, it's, I don't know, for, for me, it's, 
it's something else listening to a new song you know and discovering that song and listening to it over and over again and, and the song when you first listen to it it's it's new and you don't really know it but when you start to listen to the, uh, the song it just kind of grows on you and you start to get to know it and then it actually like changes for you and for me kind of remembering I was listening to this the song uh, song by Half Moon Run a few weeks ago it's called Narrow Margins I was like man this song is it's cool right it's all it's kind of, it kind of reminded me of Pink Floyd and then I started listening to it and I was like man this is just something else it, you know and I kind of remember listening to it first and now listening to it now and it's a totally different song to me for some reason right and it's, mm. is it one of those songs that you would just put it on repeat oh yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah that yeah. actually whole album you can put on repeat and I love fun, and when you find when you find an album like that you can put the whole album on repeat from front to back man that's that's cool as well yeah the the latest Jason Isbell was that for me mm. that reunions record is mm. was so good the one the one song on there called Overseas just knocked my head mm. off and every time I heard it you know there was was something new mm. that you, you would pick out and I was like ah isn't it amazing how music can do that to you? Yeah. You know, like just give you chills down the spine and yeah. stuff like that. And know? it still happens. Yeah, it still happens for me. Yeah, it's crazy. Eh? I and, love it. And <clears throat> sometimes I'm like, man, why can't I write a song that's that's <laughs> like that? And I, you know, I probably have. And well, you know. you know what we've heard today so far has been spectacular. Cool, man. I I'm, that. I'm very, I'm very pleased and impressed with uh, because I've I've seen you play live, yeah, but we, I haven't sat. And and heard you play your songs yeah. like this before. Yeah, usually we're playing in the BMI and yeah. we've got a few beers in our system. Yeah, <laughs> so no, we're jamming. I'm, I'm I'm very very pleased and, cool. and and impressed with with the way you're writing songs and performing them. It's Thank awesome. Thank you, man. It means a lot. Let's get one last one in here on the podcast. Sure, man. What are we gonna do? This song's called Body Parts. Live at Gilmore Guitars, Justin Mundy.
Guitars, Justin Mundy. And for the purposes of the podcast here at the Gilmore Guitar Shop, you are playing a Gilmore guitar. This is beautiful. That's a, a Gilmore Standard. It's one of the Isolation Series guitars uh, with the cutaway and the little arm bevel. Yeah, it's beautiful. Play, man. It feels nice. Excellent. So, uh, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to dig into my wall here. <laughs> well, no. This it's is all beautiful. Thank you so much for Thanks for coming down to the shop and, and doing it. And I apologize for oh. not making it happen as quick as we had wanted to. So that's okay. Um, we made it. We we made it. And you've got some songs you're writing. You're working on a record. Yeah. What kind of a timeline do you think you're going to have something out? Oh man, for I'm gonna, P- or is it just one of those things that you're kind of just chipping away? I'm at just the chipping away. I'm hoping. You know, I'm trying to record an album. Um, on my own, I'm not just kind of doing it at home, and mm-hmm. hopefully sending or sending it to someone to master it and mix it. It's a huge. It's going to be a huge learning curve for me. I mean, I, yeah, I know I, I, I know bits and pieces of how to record, but you know, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a learning curve. But I'm hoping at least within the year I'll be able to to drop it at least something you know, something that I'd be proud of because I, I have done home recordings and stuff uh, years ago I just never released any of it right just because I didn't think it well was if these songs cool. are any indication I, I think it's going to be a, a, a great piece of work thank you man yeah well, like I said hopefully in the next year I'll get some artwork and stuff like that awesome live well, at Gilmore Guitars with Justin Mundy it's in the can